Five o'clock hours here. Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Willie is alongside. Mateo helping us out. All the games are up on the 55-plus screens here inside Treasure Island at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. You hear the call there of uh, number 11 Pittsburgh, a playing team, moving on to the Sweet 16. Am I saying that incorrectly? I think I am. Uh, 59-41. They beat Iowa State. Otts, Otts is out. Iowa State, Willie, without Caleb Grill, the former UNLV player who uh, apparently is a bit unstable. He got booted off the team a couple weeks ago. Yep. Iowa State shot 23% for the game and was 2 of 21. 2 of 21. Not bad. <laughs> 2 of 21 from 3. Less than 10%. Yeah, not good. Well, back to the drawing board for them, right? They have an awesome recruiting class coming in. So Ames and the uh, backers of Iowa State have always had resources to get players. So Otz is all about that. So they've actually got at least three guys coming in who are top 75 players. So they'll be fine. He's a good coach. They just fell apart offensively in this one. And actually had a rough time down the stretch. So who knows what the chemistry was like with uh, Grill and the rest of the team before he got kicked off and they fell further apart. They made it to the tournament but can't make a run. Uh, I told you earlier last hour I wanted to bet Grand Canyon if they had gotten off to a slow start. They did, but we were doing the show. And Grand Canyon is giving... They're up. Gonzaga, like, bit of a test here. What's the score? 16-14, midway through the first, just under the 10-minute mark. Make that 17-16, Gonzaga. Drake in Miami has just started. And then there's little after you. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally little. They're the smallest team in the tournament. They have no bigs. They're taking on 7'4", Zach Eady and Purdue. And they are very much in the game. It is just starting in the second half. And FTU, Fairly Dickinson, which is where, Willie? I don't know. Northern Jersey? New Jersey, yeah. Actually, Jersey, yeah. Jersey. FTU in Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck, where yes. the ABCD camp is held at. Okay. Is it held at Fairleigh Dickinson? You know, I don't know anymore. I don't even know if they have the camp anymore. We'll have to look that up. But you're right, of uh, of past basketball lore. And by the way, I wanted to correct myself on Pittsburgh. I keep saying they're on this week 16. We're only doing Friday games right now, so you got to play Saturday or Sunday. If you're playing on Friday, you play on Sunday. So Pitt will take on Xavier, which was potentially one of the big disasters of the day until they put on a uh, furious comeback. Xavier took out Kennesaw State. Um, what is your username on for the bracket? Cofield? How about we look it up during the next break? Well, going, because, well on. I'm on here, and I, I just want to know because at this point... Oh, it's a disaster. You are not even on the leaderboard. Like, you're not even, you can't well, even have, search your name. I have a team that I had going to the NCAA final out. I have no shot. Well, regardless, you still should have points. Like, you're not even in the top whatever this is. Oh, it's terrible. There are, at the very bottom, it says 50 players are tied at 32. That's Maybe you're in that, but you don't even show up on the front page. I'm terrible. I told you I had VCU going to the Sweet 16, Arizona going to the Final Four and the Final. I mean, I'm not going to be competitive now. I'm going to have to get a miracle to get my other three 
you know, miracle to get back into it. I have to get my other three teams into the Final Four. Top guy that I see or top woman, whoever it is, has 40 points. I, in the meantime, well, we're having a tough signal, but I'm going to find you. I have 36 points, so I'm four points off the pace. Uh, let's see. The national leader there is with 48 points. The yeah, team, teams I've lost in the tournament already. Mm. Uh, let's see. Okay. West Virginia's out. Charleston's out. These are all my picks. Virginia's out. Utah State's out. Arizona is out. Oral Roberts is out. USC is out. Uh, who else is out? Okay. On this side of the bracket, Willie, not too bad. Uh-oh, here comes Iona. I had Iona, VCU, both going to the round of 32. They're both out. I think that they should make, like, a tribute video. Like, if Iona was still winning, they should take the old – who was it that did My Sharona? Oh, boy. My Sharona. They should the do knack. My Iona. The Knack. The Knack. They should do My Iona. I have Texas a and out. Iowa State out. I had Iowa State going to the Sweet 16. Thanks, Hots. Jesus. Yep, so it's it's looking bleak. It's looking bleak. I, it's weird. I don't know if I'm missing it on the uh, the bracket page, and we have a wonderful bracket contest, but I'm looking quickly. I don't see my total points, but I'll, I'll find it eventually. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm looking at a Sweet 16 with, like, seven teams left probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good bracket person. I think I had one year in the last ten where I was in the running going to the Final Four, like, on the first page. Uh, by the way, anyone who got into this, Remember, Dollar Loan Center put up a big part of the grand prize. The prize is worth over $3,000, $2,500 in cash from DLC. And then the South Point threw in, thank you so much. They've got a, a great March Mania Mayhem party going on down there today and all weekend. But uh, South Point threw in a two-night weekend staycation with a massive resort credit. So South Point's a great place. I am currently 18-6, and six, by the way. So I've only got six losers. Okay. Just thought I'd let you know that. I, I didn't tally up my losses, but it sounded like, uh, let's see, 18 and 6. All my so East 24, team. it sounded like I'm about 13 and 11. <laughs> oh, no. You have 24 points? I don't need Dude, oh. I, don't, I don't see the point total. You keep, he just follows up with question after question. I don't, I don't all see my, it. All my teams in the East are alive. I have one team out in the Midwest. The South bracket has basically been blown up. I had Arizona, Utah State, and Virginia. And then in the West, VCU and Iona moving on to play one another. And neither one, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, that's not. Uh, but I am beating you, and I am only four points off the leader in, the, on the, uh, in, in our particular LV Sports Network contest. All right, I finally found it. Uh-oh. If you're looking up your own numbers, it's under my stats up at lvsportsnetwork.com. So I was correct. I have 13 winners, 11 losers. So you have 26 points. Um, okay. Two points per, yeah. For the first round, you get two points per win. My national ranking in, in this uh, contest, and th not this is not how many are in our contest for the $3,000 plus. Okay. In this bracket provider, there's 198,000 entries. Right, 198,785. I am 180,000 out of 198. A local ranking, yeah. I'm in the bottom 
Okay, I uh, correct picks, 18 of 24, 75%. National ranking, 28,061 for me. Not bad. And local ranking, I'm 29th out of 215. Okay. I was just doing it as a courtesy because you ordered me to um, the other day. You said, get in this. We have to to represent, but if I if I come up in the, if I get in the in the prize range, I'm automatically ineligible, right? You are. Yeah, that's crap. I'm never doing if it you, again. If you finish in the top ten, I'll I'll take you out somewhere. Well, we are we already have a bet, don't we? What's our bet? You got Grand Canyon. I got Gonzaga minus fifteen. Oh, we did that bet yesterday. No, we did that t- earlier today. Oh, we just. Okay. I said I got Gonzaga. You said don't let. It. I like Grand Canyon, so I just figured it was automatic because we pushed during the football season. All right. There's only two people that have welched on their bets with me from the football season. I've yet to get my lunch from them. Still, I, I'm, I'm, I, one I, person or you said two? Two. two. I'm well, actually, one is Lindsay, right? Yeah, one's Lindsay, and the other one is Lindsay from the station. Yeah, a trainer at a local gym. Both welched on. It's March now. I, I've counted them out. They've just. I mean, because when if I lose a bet, I'm paying up. If I lose three, if I lose three lunch, if I had went one and three with you, I'd have owed you two lunches. You'd have already eaten. And if I couldn't have made it, you'd have got a gift card to that place or Venmo. It's easier ever than ever to send money. Well, I like the lunch aspect because you have good company. You sit down. If you go for dinner, you have a nice little vino. But you know, speaking of that, I, I owe someone a bottle of tequila, oh, and that's it, not it's, me. it's a she. Oh boy! And I was told by someone who knew she that she might not have Venmo. I'm, I'm actually, I got to text her because I got to get this to her. Hmm. Is that fair? No, you got to get. I think you need to get the tequila. Okay. All right. I could probably execute it's a that. cop out. Did you got? Did you and the SO finish the, those little samplers that I got you the, for Christmas? She drank like two of them so far. I think we have ten. So summer parties are coming up. Yeah. Trust me, that'll be nice. Throw them someone in will be someone you, will be chugging the, mini, you, the vodka minis. You drop those in a, like the bucket of ice with other things, and then they could just walk over and just slam them. Did you see anyone in any of our final fours aside from Arizona because they're eliminated? But when you saw them in their first game, you're like, oh no. I'll give you some of the teams that, as a group, we picked in the Final Four. So, Alabama, Duke. That's you. Kansas, Indiana. Right? Yeah. We're still waiting on Indiana, but Kansas. Yeah. I had Arizona, Tennessee, Houston, UCLA. Let's see. Alabama, Duke, Houston, Gonzaga, Alabama, Purdue. You feel good about Purdue right now that they're uh, trailing FDU with 17 I'm, minutes left? I'm not high on Purdue. I didn't say that they were going to lose the first round, but I'm just – I thought that – I actually wrote something for – sort of ghost wrote something, but I kind of feel like they're um, the most vulnerable of all the top seeds. Grand Canyon 26, Gonzaga 21, 634 left in the first. Your lunch bet with me is looking good. Our, com- it. our company guy, JVT's pick to win the whole thing. Uh. Whop, 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 whop. Yeah, John had Alabama Duke, Houston Gonzaga. Uh, Adam did have Purdue going to the final. Adam Hill, Texas and Gonzaga. Ari had Baylor, Purdue. Uh-oh, Purdue. And uh, Houston, UCLA. I'll give you the team I'm a little worried about. The Cougars are beat up. Houston, and did not look good for much of the game last night. They mm-hmm. pulled away, but the final score was very, very deceiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't – I'm not 
Marcus Sasser's hurt. They tried to give him some time last night. Injured groin. He aggravated it. I haven't checked an update. I cannot imagine he plays in the next game. And then they're, they, have, they have a lot of good players. One of their other guards, Shed, who's a lead guard, was, I swear, either he's hurt or he's pulling like a, I don't know, what, what go back in the NFL annals, right? What running back? Like, Jim Brown would be a guy who would just get battered and then slowly get off the ground and then ram it right back at you. You're like, he's hurt, but he doesn't, he doesn't care. Rocky Blyer. Shed looked shaky last night from a health standpoint. So if, the, if both of their great guards aren't 100%, I don't know, man. And believe me, I, I'm very high on, on the Cougars, but at some point there's going to be a drop-off. Speaking of battered and tattered and getting hit, did you happen to see, did you, did you watch any of the Golden Knights last night? What happened in this game? You you actually you didn't you didn't say it would be seven two, no. But when I was asking about the spread, you were like, "Yeah, that makes sense." And it was one ten each way. And I'm like, "Wait a second, Calgary's been crap over the last ten games. They're mediocre, three four and three. Uh, VGK was seven one in March, but you pointed out off a long road trip, Knights have had trouble. It's just a, it's 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 really a hockey thing that that they all the players used to talk about. And Daryl Sutter, actually the coach of the, the Flames, mentioned it in his post-game presser. He said, we knew they were coming off a long road trip. We wanted to come out firing in the first period, but it, and it was and it turned into a grind. And, and the, they went out to it. They broke out to a lead, but the Golden Knights jumped right back into it, and then Calgary answered. And in the third period, we really saw them sort of just open things up, and I think that their legs caught up with them, but it's been said time and time again, these guys get home, they don't really have time to prepare, when they, especially this time of the season. It's, it's for the rest of the way, most of the teams, they're lucky to get two days off. So they're coming back. They were on the East Coast. They picked up some big wins. Jonathan Quick, you're away from home. You're in a hotel. You're, you know, you're you're going from city to city, bus ride over, whatever it is, charter over to the arena. You get home, you get in a comfort zone. You get with the wife, you get with the girlfriend, you get with the family. You got to get relaxed. You're sleeping in your own bed. Everyone goes, oh yeah, they're going to be relaxing the weekend. No, they're getting out of business mode, and now all of a sudden. They got to get up after the day off, and they get up, and then they got to go down, and they got to start over again. Other teams that have been on the road, they're still in business mode. Sunday against Columbus, the Blue Jackets are in, and they're already a bad team, but they're in trouble. Like if there was a game that you wanted to put the over and maybe the puck line, the Golden Knights should be able to respond. They had today off completely. They'll get back to work tomorrow. Um, but anyway, Paul Cotter got in a fight, Steve. His jersey, it reminded me of one of those Monday night games where you, we'd hear Dandy Don and Howard Cosell calling it and Earl Campbell by the end of the game because they couldn't pull him down. Like his jersey, half of it slanted on one side, Remember torn. Yep. Remember those games? Oh, yeah. yep. Paul Carter's jersey, I mean, it was ripped to shreds. It was, it was, it was wild. Got in a really good fight. And his, uh, the uppercut he landed, Mateo was there. He saw it. The whole arena... When they showed the replay, they just they reacted to the uppercut alone. But it was weird because when he was going back to, if you remember back when Ryan Reeves was with the team, he'd get in the fight and he and he play to the crowd and he would do this, right? He would go like this and they'd all go. Paul Carter, when they zoomed in on him after the fight, they erupted because his jersey was torn. You could tell that was why the reaction. It's pretty cool. Update before the game on injuries: uh, Thompson and Brassois 
Yeah. Progressing. What are you hearing on uh, LT? I spoke to somebody last night very close to the situation with knowledge. Logan Thompson, with no barring unforeseen circumstances, will be cleared tomorrow. Now, that doesn't mean before practice because he has been skating off to the side. He's been doing things on his own. No contact, no shots being fired at him, not live practice. But he has been skating. I was told by someone reliable that he could be the target is to clear him tomorrow. Now, whether that means before or after, and he is not going to play Sunday. The goal is to have Yuri Patera start. Jonathan Quick is the backup. But at least Logan Thompson will be cleared tomorrow if there are no unforeseen circumstances. All right, good. Get healthy. Imagine what this team can do, right? They've had a great season to this point. Uh, beat up on a lot of fronts. So Purdue and FTU, Purdue a one seed against FTU, going towards the under twelve timeout. Purdue's now up forty three forty one. Ooh. You and I have a bet on Gonzaga and goal. Uh, I almost said Golden State. Do we solidify Grand that? Canyon? What's it for? So I'm getting. I'm plus fifteen and a half. Is that the no, number we're going with? Fifteen. All right, plus fifteen. Our usual. A dinner? Dinner, meal, whatever. Okay. All right. I just middled that. Oh, did you? Over there. So what is this? So, so I'm, now I'm laying. I've got, I've got 15. I've got 15 against you. It's yeah. not a great middle. What is it? Uh, I've got Gonzaga minus nine and a half. So I need the game. So can, if I lay that, does now if I lay the nine and a half to you, <laughs> does that like – does that do we add on like something like okay. no no, no. I, already, I'm, I bet Gonzaga minus nine and a half and I've got GCU plus fifteen. It's my middle. You, you can't get out of my second. I can't bet middle action. it and like get like for appetizer. Like well, no. Now you got to pick up the appetizer. <laughs> <or> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Little lady, you're trying. Plate. You're okay, trying. Yeah. Uh, but that game right now is twenty eight twenty seven. As uh, Grand Canyon very much in the game against Gonzaga. We'll get you more updates as we're live here. Watching March Madness, few tables open, so come on down. Parking is free. They've got tons of cool specials, 55-plus TVs. And don't forget, it's also St. Patty's Day. What a day. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Willie G. Ramirez. Or tweet the show at Cofield & Co. Hang in at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield & Company. Yeah, some UNLV ties all over the tournament, Willie, as uh, highlights there from Westwood 1, Baylor and UCSB, and Josh, Pierre, Louis, a former verbal commit of Marvin Menzies three coaches ago. Kid that I'm familiar with out of, I believe it was Roselle Catholic in New Jersey. Uh, When Menzies got fired, he wound up going to Temple, landed at UCSB, and now in his final season he played in a tournament game. Baylor walloped him, and JTT is a great story. He was a big with Marvin Menzies and yeah. snapped the hell out of his leg last year. I mean, just a vicious injury, and now he's back and playing. So, And he was on their championship team a couple of years ago. He was on their championship yeah. team, yep. But big, strong guy. Was going to be a hell of a player for UNLV, but has landed in the Big 12 and been a nice-level contributor, and I think he'll play professional basketball somewhere. So you can hear all the, uh, the fury going on here is Purdue – Still in deep waters. Still in deep waters. Nine and a half minutes left. FDU up 49-47. And Zach Eady 
just tied the game 49 for the number one seed. They're in a little trouble. So we were just talking off the air. Did you did you decide on or did you get your order in? Uh, I put my order in with one of my buddies who owns a restaurant who's big on corned beef. Because what I find on St. Patty's Day, first of all, I'm incredibly forgetful. So while today is a dream day, right, you got a great party day like St. Patty's. And every year now it, it coincides with the first round of the NCAA tournament. I was all NCAA today while I was prepping at home. And I completely forgot my St. Patty's, one of my St. Patty's T-shirts. We I, said you had a whole getup. I have, uh, it's not a getup, but I, 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 you know, you collect enough stuff over the years. Uh, you know, the only thing that. You're going to come in looking like a leprechaun. I was going to try to, but I forgot. You got the beads? The I, I, I definitely have St. Patty's beads. Yeah. I've got um, a couple of different hats. Mm. So I'll have to throw that on and we'll see. We'll see, Meantime, we'll see if I'm going out tonight. I am, I am trying to order some. Corned beef that will hold. If I can't eat it tonight, I can eat it tomorrow. So I am a. This is something Adam and Hill. Adam Hill and I argue about this all the time. I know this. I'm a massive corned beef guy, right. but he yells at me because I go gung ho on St. Patty's Day, and he's like, "Do you have it the rest of the year?" And I'm like, "Yes." Right. When I can grab it, I have it. Well, first of all, a Reuben would be like if you fill out one of those dopey bios and radio favorite sandwich. I I could name ten, but a Reuben would be one of my top sandwiches. I, I, if I go someplace, especially like there's a place out, out in Aliante by me, um, and I'm in the mood, I'll get corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. My mom makes it from time to time throughout the year. So to, to say, to, you know, to use the phrase, I'm gung-ho over it, but are you a corned beef? You know, if someone says, are you a corned beef and cabbage guy? To me, that just means, do you like it? Yeah. Yes. Are you a chicken wing guy or a finger guy? Well, but the point. It's, but it's, what he makes a point. I know of is what he says. I've heard. There's, there's it. holiday food right. that if he gets mad if you, this is him, right? Typical. He gets he gets irked if you eat corned beef and cabbage on St. Patty's Day and you never have it the rest of the year. If you're only a one day a year turkey guy and it's on Thanksgiving, he thinks there's something wrong. But, you, but but one of my go to breakfasts, especially on the road, will be corned beef hash. There you go. Corned beef sandwich. If you're in so New please York, don't challenge it, me on this. If you go to New York and go to Katz's, you're going to get a. Hey, there was a deli. That, as a matter of fact, there's a deli uh, up. Uh, uh, can I name the place? Yeah. You can name anywhere you want. Go to the Bagel Cafe. I was just thinking of the Bagel Cafe. I mean, we, I mean, it's as a close to the New York deli that you're going to get. As a family, we generally will get at least one or two corned beef sandwiches. Yes. So. Um, in July! We're crazy like that. It could be October. In the meantime, the Colombian and Lebanese fella, I got green on. I'm glad you remembered. I'm glad you're in the spirit. I had something else pulled out, and then I just and I and My underwear I, green. I said I don't know, and I don't want to know. Let me go. I'll and go to the I, bathroom. I got to. I, uh, I got to check. Maybe I got lucky and put on. The, I got the, the, green, the green stripe Ali the, hoodie. The, the green stripe fruit of the loom. And you know what else I got on that has green? This is old school. Do you remember these? Stan Smith's? Yep. I remember him. Yeah. Yeah, I got you covered. I've got enough green on for both of you us. Yeah, did me. 33-28 Gonzaga, 155 left in the first half. Make that 35-28, 35-34. Oh, these are highlights. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm watching There's a lot live. going on, man. Well, they just showed Julian Strother pulling up for three. Yeah. It's halftime. Uh, Zags lead 40-36 to 36 over Grand Canyon. Oh, man, you're going to owe me. God. 
another lunch. You think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna win it by fifteen? Oh, they're gonna pull away in the second half. Stop. Uh, leading scorer for Zaga is Strother from Liberty. Sixteen points from Lee. Uh, sixteen <laughs> points, your buddy Lee. Uh, sixteen points, five rebounds. What's he got from three? One or two? A lot of free throws. So good game so far for Julian Strother. Is there uh, neck and neck? Is this going to be his final game? They're not going to bow out, are they? No. They're going to win the game. Okay, so they're going to win the game. It, 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 it's most likely, we would imagine, will be his final NC2A tournament. You think? First-round pick? Or just ready to go make money in somewhere? First-round pick. He's projected in all the mock I mean, Timmy's not even projected in, in some of the mock drafts in either round. Gonzaga, if he's if he was a second round pick, yeah, Gonzaga probably can't make it worth his while anymore. Who? Julian. I'm saying with the Gonzaga, with the Gonzaga he, budget, I mean he, they, they'd he, have to last I think year, they'd have to throw one fifty, two hundred thousand dollars at him NIL, then maybe, but last year he he's was make projected money. between forty and sixty. He's gonna make he's gonna make professional basketball. Yeah, he's money. gonna he's he's projected to go t- between twenty four and twenty eight this year which is big boy money. Last year, 40 to 60, he was better off staying, going for another national title, getting better, getting stronger, and making NIL money and just socking it away. He doesn't have any bills. Now he can make some real money. Under eight timeout, FDU leads top seeded Purdue, 16 against a one. That's 52 to 50. Kentucky leads Providence. 15 minutes left in the game, 42-37. to 37. Very early, Drake is on top of Miami, 18-13. On the way back, a little more recap of the Lady Rebels today in the NCAA tournament. They fall to Michigan as an 11 seed, 71-59. And more on uh, what happened with Jimmy G around Raiders headquarters today and, and some commentary on this whole Patriots West, Patriot Way thing. There are a lot of people outside of the organization who are looking at this, uh, you know, questioning what Josh and Dave are doing. Come hang with Cofield and Company at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Free parking, great food and drink specials, and giveaways. Every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Darsh with he's very smart. He's very smart. Taught me the game of football basically in the NFL, uh, but he cares too about the game. Like he cares about winning. You could really tell just talking to him that. Winning is important to him, and I wouldn't say that's true about everyone in the NFL. So when you do get an opportunity like that, I mean, it's hard to pass up. Hang in at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. It's Cofield and Company. Willie's here. It's Cofield. You heard it, Treasure Island. We're tracking some pretty intense games right now. Top-seeded Purdue, 54-53. They trail. Boilers trail. Six and a half minutes left. Is FDU going to do this? Smallest team in the field? It's only happened once, right? Yeah. Because it finally happened not too long ago. Yep, UMBC in Virginia. Virginia, Jesus. Ryan Odom. Having a rough row. Yep, Ryan Odom in that case with UMBC, now with Utah State. Took out Tony Bennett, and then Tony Bennett and Virginia lost again this year as a high seed, as a four seed. Ah, this is high drama. Good stuff. On the way back, you hear Jimmy G talking about McDaniels and his intelligence. Well, that sounds a lot like what Derek Carr was saying about Josh McDaniels when he first met him. 
Except that Jimmy G has already met Josh, knows him, so this isn't going to be a, de- a relationship that needs to develop. Well, that no, will have ebbs and flows. Yeah, and there was an a, ebb and flow. a lot to soak up, a lot to absorb, and we heard week after week that he was just trying to do what they put out there. Darren Waller actually had he had some comments last year where he would you know say that it was a lot. There was a lot to it. So you know, I have to wonder if you go back and look at some of the transcripts and listen to some of the interviews. Is the guys that weren't on the same page are they still around? You know. Um, was it because they didn't mesh? Was it because they didn't understand? Or was it personality conflict? Or they just didn't, you know, they didn't bond. And Jimmy G, there was, there was, you know, parts of today where he said at the very beginning, he didn't, it, it didn't, it didn't jive with him, you know, and it was rough. He looks back at the rough times in getting to know Josh McDaniels that he's thankful for more than anything. Because it was some of those times it's got him through, you know, once he moved on. And he was able to relate back to those times um, in learning and adjusting under McDaniels' tutelage. So that's one of the things he said he was thankful for was those rough times in getting to know him. We'll continue with the Patriots here in a second. Check that. See, 40 and slip. Patriots West. But the Raiders here in a second. It's 522 left. FDU 54-53. 20-second shot clock uh, down to 12. Do I bet Purdue right now? They're three and a half in, in game. They're down one. Do I bet them? No. Nope. What do we do? Show bet. What do we do? I'm not. I'm not. Come on, Willie. We I, need action. I am not we advising need, you on your money. We need action. It's not a whole. It's always pizza money. In this case, it's going to be uh, corned beef money. Well, you're heading to the right spot if it's pizza money. It's corned beef money. Corn beef money. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do it because I want, I want Purdue to lose this game. Now what will happen is I'll win by one, two, or three, and I'm laying three and a half. But I'm going to wait a second. Wait, I'm going to wait a second. There was just a foul, so we'll get we'll get this in. Oh no! Oh no, Willie! The, the number just jumped to two and a half minus one forty. I'm going to oh, do. I'm going to track my bets season. live on the air, folks. Just stick with us. We got 20 minutes of me just hashing through what I'm going to bet with my corn beef money. In so, the meantime, so uh, on this whole Patriot Way, Patriot West thing, uh, Brian Baldinger was on Silver and Black today, and he started talking about Patriots Way, and is kind of questioning the validity of this whole thing. Like, does this really work anywhere else except New England? To go from a playoff team to you know six win team, uh, that's not going to make anybody happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and look, I mean, there is a a cynical part that you have to kind of address going this Patriot way. It doesn't look like it transfers. Look, I'm not, I'm not here to knock Dave or Josh. Like it worked in yeah. New England when Tom Brady was the quarterback. Anybody that's tried to take the Patriot way to someplace else, it never worked. All right. Your reaction. It, it really has not worked anywhere else. No. And I heard something else elsewhere earlier this week without trying to take it too far out of context but it was just you know the common denominator of the success area has been when when tom brady was the quarterback is there really a patriots way or is it, just, is is it, it a tom, brady way? is it a tom brady way yeah. that's the great question moving forward who was it belichick or brady i mean brady went on to win a super bowl elsewhere and belichick has just been average well the patriots have been average 
you know, the combination of of all of his staff and having Brady there. I mean, Brady understood it, orchestrated it, and dictated how he wanted things done, but it was all with the components in the right place. The common denominator with all those components was Tom Brady. Tom Brady leaves, goes down to Tampa Bay. You know, it's funny because he goes down to Tampa Bay, and we didn't hear anything about the Patriots way coming there. It was Brady, build around Brady, let him lead, let him guide, and they won a Super Bowl. So maybe it's not the Patriots way. Maybe it's Tom Brady. And now we're finding out about Belichick's personnel judgment. It ain't been great. Mm-hmm. Drafting the last four or five years mm. ain't been great. No. And now Josh and Dave are trying to put a team together in similar manner by bringing in former Patriots. Here's a little more Brian Baldinger. You know, it always starts with bringing their kind of players in, like you get Jacoby Myers. And, you know, I mean, Jacoby's a good player. Like, is he going to – are you going to throw to Devontae or Jacoby? You know, are you going to throw to yeah. Hunter or Jacoby? I mean, the ball's yeah. going to Devontae. Like, it needs to go there more. And he had a great season. Now, he's just that good. The Patriot Way. I mean, the Patriot Way is fine in Foxborough. <laughs> All right. So, Baldinger questioning the Patriot Way. And I wonder on his point about Devontae Adams is going to get his targets, believe me. He's going to get his targets. But is it going to be Jacoby Myers over Renfro, meaning Renfro might not even be on the roster? I think that's still a very viable option. You know, and I and, and again, this is this is it's not necessarily remember this. These moves are always not it's not a knock against the guy, it's just that it doesn't fit. He he belong he can fit and do you know, it could work for both areas. It could be a great move for the Raiders and it could be a great move for Hunter Renfro. Just like I think the move for with Darren Waller is a great move for Waller. I think it's better for Waller than it is for the Raiders. Raiders gonna draft the tight end? Are they going to mine the free agent market for someone inexpensive I think to go they, with Morrow? I think they should just go with Morrow. He did. He did. He he doesn't cause a ripple. He seems to be a funny guy in the locker room. Seems to be a you know a team guy, and I think that he stepped up and he was capable. Did he drop a ball here or there? Yes, but I mean a lot of the guys did. He was also he was he was also misfired at. You know, Carr, you know, overthrew him a couple times. So I think that Morrow did his job and filled in when Daryl Waller went down where he could he could play the role that's needed to be done, especially with what's been brought in. I don't think that he makes a bad – I mean, is he a top three tight end? No, but you also don't have top three, top four, top five tight end money. You have to build that defense. You have to build that offensive line. That's part of the line. They built the defense. It's done. They're spending on the defense. It's done. They got three guys who are going to make you know roughly ten to twelve million dollars over the course of their deal. Slot in about four or five million dollar players. That's it. They're done. They're not done. They need to strengthen everything. They need depth. They don't need to spend money on the top tier tight end. End of story. Just lock up Morrow and be done with it. Um, I mean, Patriot Way would. Would mean they maybe they can lure Gronk out of retirement. Gronk ain't coming out of retirement. <laughs> he ain't coming out of retirement. It's the Patriot way. He's not going to come play for for Jimmy G. It's just I just don't see it happening. So they just went to the under four timeout in uh, FDU sixteen seed against number one seed Purdue. 
Purdue still trails 54-53. Now there's three and a half left. And basically what FDU is doing is what most Big Ten teams tried to do against Zach E, which is when he gets the ball in the post, you double or triple him, and he's going to kick the ball out, and someone's got to make a shot. And to this point, Purdue, with their young guards, no one has been able to make a freaking shot. So Fairleigh Dickinson is very much alive. Just got fouled going to the hole. They'll get free throws here, so we'll come back. We'll get you updated on the final of that game and also look ahead to the games tonight in the NCAA tournament here at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Willie G. Ramirez or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. 30 seconds to go. Joiner into the front court, takes a three immediately, misfire. Shireman rebounds, and NC State doesn't look like it's going to foul. That's it. So the Creighton Blue Jays survive a late run by NC State. And they're going to win this game 72-63 to advance to the second round in what should be a terrific game on Sunday between two excellent programs, Baylor and Creighton. The message sent to the West region, beware the number four seed, don't wake the sleeping giant. And that's exactly what UConn did in the second half as they run away to an 87-63 win here in the first round over the Iona Gales and now have a meeting against St. Mary's here on Sunday afternoon. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag, only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Oh, mama! You hear some of the uh, madness on the way back. Baylor with a victory. Creighton with a victory. Top-seeded Purdue, not so lucky right now. A three ball by Fairleigh Dickinson. Just made it 61-56 with a minute left. The Boilers, 23-point favorites in this game. Trail by five with a minute left. And I swear, I was looking at the game tracker, and I might be wrong on this, but I think Purdue scored their last point at 7-10, and they didn't score another point until 123 left. So they went through a near six-minute drought against FDU, and they are on death's doorstep here with their tourney hopes. I can't believe you're playing the spoiler role. Your ticker is ahead, you just informed me, and so you started yelling. Well, I, I saw you that tried they tried to time it. I saw that they hit the three, and a ball got pitched back to the FDU player at the top of the key, and I probably started the yell like half two, a second. A half a second before. Nevertheless, yes. you're enjoying the spoiler role. No, I'm not going to do it. it no one's gonna, by the way, no one can hear me in this place. It's loud in here. It is so loud it's here. It's packed. As, as Mateo pointed out, and we're not saying it's not a safe place, but we've never seen security here. Uh, like, people are getting, with St. Paddy's Day crossing over with the NCAA tournament, people are getting ready to go absolutely well, they, ballistic. They, 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 they padded the security when the, when the uh, Colombian Lebanese kid walked in with the skull cap and the hoodie. You did have a skull cap on you. Were you wearing the hoodie again? Yeah, I always have a hoodie on because it's chilly Take out. Take down the hood. You look no, dangerous. I don't care. You're a very menacing I figure. I'll wait till they ask. And and here's the thing. They need to ask politely. If they just say, take it down, I'm going to say, please. But the woman was very polite, and I took it down. But right. my ears get cold. So Purdue with a pair of free throws here, 61-57. And now it's 61-58. Oh, boy. So, three-point deficit. Someone at these tables might have Purdue minus two and a half for the game now. 
in play. That mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's going to happen. The Zags. Hello. Oh, boy. Hello. Willie and I have a head up. Zags versus GCU bet. I've got Grand Canyon minus 15. At, at just 15. Just 15. It's now a 10-point game. 15 minutes left. A lot of time. A lot of time. Gonzaga's been through this before when they've uh, looked lackluster in the first half and then closed it out strong. So we got 35 seconds left. FDU, see if they can defend him. Yeah, National Player of the Year, Zach Eady. Just got a rejection, but no one was there to pick up the ball. FDU's playing, I mean, they're playing the, like they're the top seed. Yep, yep. Purdue's so, playing like they're scrambling. So they have the ball, FDU does. I think there's a 12-second difference between the game clock at 29 and 17 on the shot clock. So we'll see. they got to get a stop here. They certainly can't foul them, down three. So they got to play good defense, got to stop, and maybe they have a chance for a game time three. But, you know, as I pointed out earlier, Purdue just hasn't been great from three, and they had a scoring drought that was almost six minutes. So this would be the second time in the history of the tournament. I don't have the overall number in front of me. It's something like one in 179. Ones versus 16s. Well, I guess 16s versus ones. It's pretty crazy. Well, we're gonna about to have the second one. And I would hope the narrative after this isn't Purdue sucks and they, they weren't a good number one. The narrative is college basketball from parity. The, you know, the whatever it is, the 140 range up to the top 10 is closer than it's ever been. Everyone can get players now. The narrative could also be that the selection committee got the wrong number one up there. Who knows? I mean, Purdue deserved, you know, by the numbers to be a one. I didn't believe they were a one, and I had them going out early in the tournament. You're very I down on the Big Ten this year. Um, I just I don't think Big Ten teams in general are built to win in the tournament. Grind out you know, 50s, not 1950s, but grind out basketball, aside from, like, Iowa, is not a great way to go and win six games. You're going to go against someone eventually who's going to nail a bunch of threes, and then your grind out ball doesn't work. All the defense you play can blow up in your face. When another team is hot as hell from three. So, yeah, long time out here. 29 seconds left. Purdue's down three against FDU. This is crazy. Well, make sure you come on down to the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. They're going to have the basketball on all weekend long. They've got betting kiosk here 24-7. The betting windows are open right now. you got a great menu, a bunch of drink specials, 55-plus TVs. Free parking. Yep. It's my favorite thing. Uh, it's a big deal now, right? It's a major for deal. For locals? It's, 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 it's a big thing for an old-school Vegas guy because, I mean, it, it means something. Boy, look at the Purdue fans. Could they look any more miserable? Oh, this is great. Oh, where's our guy Jeff Grammer? Look, they're doing a review at the table. Uh, Jeff from the Albuquerque General always jokes. Hashtag take, drink. Take a drink. Yeah. Take a drink. So this is a, a long review of who actually has the possession. I mean, this is a mega call. A mega call. Hey, don't forget, tomorrow, Lotus Broadcast will be hanging out at the Westgate at Hoop Central. Great specials from uh, Jay Cornegay and John Murray and company. They got the theater open. Check it out. Really good spot to watch college basketball along with where we are right now in Treasure Island. By the way, congrats to the Lady Rebels. Great season, 31-3. and Unfortunately, they fell short today. We'll have the NCAA games coming up. Just a little bit right here on ESPN 1100. We'll see you.